Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning in to the audio horoscopes for Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For those of you who prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Virgo season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to the symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. All right. Well, hello, Sagittarius. This is your audio horoscope for the month ahead of Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. Not exactly a calendar month, but a 30-day span of time that in tropical astrology we call the season of Virgo. So for you, Sagittarian-identified listeners, Virgo is an important sign and one that you should definitely think about and know about because like Sagittarius, it's also considered to be what's called a mutable sign. And these are signs that are really skilled in refinement and negotiation. And they tend to move back and forth between different states of being and they're change makers. Sagittarius is mutable fire. Virgo is immutable earth. And in the Sagittarius solar chart, Virgo rules the heaven of your chart. It is the highest point in the uh, chart wheel. And this describes literally the light that is drawing your growth towards it. So we are moving into Virgo season from Leo season. 
Leo season brought a ton of energy. As I spoke about in your horoscope last month, this uh, quality that, or the qualities that brought got brought in during Leo season um, were, I think, provocative and fortifying for you. And they uh, encouraged you, and the encouragement can sometimes feel awesome and sometimes it can feel kind of hard, um, but whatever's happened for you in, in the last season, in the season of Leo, I think forced you in some ways to come into your center, to come into your selfhood, and to really consider your priorities and big ideas about who you are in this world and how you are here to self-actualize. And as we move into Virgo season, we move in on a full moon. So there were uh, two full moons while the sun was technically in Leo and both of those full moons were in Aquarius. And this last full moon occurs just hours before the sun moves into Virgo. And this full moon really brings a lot of emphasis on the relationship between the ground that you stand on and the sky that you are reaching towards or the light that is pulling your growth towards it. And so if we think about these kind of um, opposing energies that are also complementary, you can feel it in your body as you root to rise. You might have heard that instruction in some movement classes sometime. Um, but the idea here is that as you push down through your uh, contact with the ground, wherever you're meeting the ground, there is a force that travels through your body and uh, brings you a little bit closer to the heavens, to the sky. And if you're standing or sitting, this makes you taller. If you're lying down, this might uh, bring more buoyancy and openness into the heavenly sides of your body. And as we engage with our groundedness and stability and whatever is uh, supporting us from underneath, whatever we're rooting into, our direction in life gets informed. And as we move into Virgo season, it feels like you are being informed about something that has to do with your path and growth in this life and what you are here doing on your path and in your growth and in this lifetime. For plenty of people, this includes career. Um, career is a construct that's fairly modern, fairly contemporary. It is not a necessity for being a human being. But I do think that there is uh, a deep longing that most people have to feel a sense of purpose in their lives and to feel that they can be effective in building their lives um, in ways that they feel proud of and in ways that they work for and feel their competency in and feel that their efforts can manifest or that they can achieve something that is good for them, whatever that means, <laughs> whatever is good for you or what would feel good for you or what would feel like purposeful or um, satisfaction. This season really highlights these themes. How are you growing? Where do you want to grow? What are you reaching for? And what are the requirements and the responsibilities that you have to yourself to achieve these aims? And so moving into Virgo season, we move off with a ton of energy catapulted by this full moon that is bringing you very much into um, a span of time this 
month or this season of Virgo that feels to me like you are working hard. Um, now, I want to say that you might also be working easier and smarter, um, you know, work, work what, what's that saying? Like, uh, work hard to work less or work smarter, not harder, these kinds of things. There's some kind of theme that I'm feeling for you right now that has to do with uh, you identifying what it is that you want to be laboring for. And by laboring, I mean the work the tasks, your energy, your time, your attention, you identifying what it is that you want to be laboring for and making incremental progress over the last several years and for the next several years so that you can align your desires and intention around your labor, your time, your energy with the direction that is really where you want to be headed. And this is a life project. You know, this is something that I think probably many people, if not most people, will struggle with on some level and confront in their lives. How do we use our limited time, energy, and attention to really build and work for what we want in our lives? And under the conditions of capitalism and supremacies and all the isms, um, our labor and our time and our attention are eaten up. Um, by systems that a lot of us don't want much to do with and feel somehow compelled or obligated um, or driven by scarcity or fear to continue to participate with. And I feel like you are asking a lot of questions about this right now. And these questions may be subtle and more unconscious. So it could feel like dissatisfaction or frustration or a kind of restlessness and you feel like, oh my God, I have to do something else. Like something isn't quite working. I'm not feeling really powerful or empowered in what I'm doing. And I, I have to shift something. Uh, these sensations could be very conscious for you. And you're very aware of what it is that isn't working for you and how you want to orient with your time, energy, and attention. You may be very consciously, radically rebelling uh, against oppressive systems or uh, oppression of your time, energy, um, labor, etc. And anywhere uh, in this kind of spectrum that I've described uh, could be all kinds of feelings. And so the feelings that feel present for me as I'm tuning in with your chart um, are feelings that are really grounded in more and more recognition of yourself as a spiritual being, um, as an energetic being, as a being that is much more than any job title that you'll ever hold or what your bank account is going to say about you um, or what external validation, you know, is going to give you. It feels like you are really taking on the question of what does it mean to self-actualize? And in that, there will be feelings of elation and excitement. There will be calls for liberation. There will be calls for rebellion. There may be confrontation or conflict. Um, and ultimately, ideally, the goal is that you, to whatever extent is possible and preferable for you, uh, get to self-determine. Self-determination comes in a lot of forms and shapes and sizes. How I'm feeling this in your chart right now really has a lot to do with what 
some people might call work or livelihood, um, what other people might call purpose. But I want to um, clarify here that where I really feel you doing a lot of work to get yourself free and to feel your autonomy and to feel your agency is when it comes to your labor, your time, your attention, your bodily autonomy, uh, what you are doing with your life and how you are being in your life and what you are upholding in the world in a larger context. Now, as we move into Virgo season, um, there is a lot of momentum, and I've spoken to this momentum with the full moon, uh, but the momentum of Leo season was strong. There's a lot that got stirred up, and this brings us right into the following season. And in your chart, this momentum is feeling like um, kind of like a kite, uh, tr trying to set sail, right? So we've got the body of the kite and wind is coming up underneath you and you're trying to let yourself, you know, get pulled up by those currents and you're aiming your direction or this kind of thing. That's the feeling that I have. And what is this wind under your sails? <laughs> what is the wind that's lifting your kite up? Well, it is your relationships, uh, the way that you are practicing clear communication, the ways that you are identifying and discerning your boundaries around your time and attention and how in that clarification and discernment, you are making new choices about how you are engaging with your relationships, what kind of energy you're putting into certain conversations, um, what kind of agreements need to be in place so that you can feel anchored and settled inside of yourself or feel like you have what you need in order to be doing the kind of work that you want to be doing. There may be tension for you right now between the areas of uh, your personal life and by personal life, I'm talking to the deep personal, to you in your most private personal space, to you at home with the people who get to be around you at home. And that could be family or chosen family or housemates. But it feels like there could be some tension between your inner life and your outer life the external spaces where you are manifesting, where you're applying your energy, where you may be building something in the world. And you now really need rest. I want to emphasize that, <clears throat> that regardless of how much energy you have and motivation you have to be uh, showing up for, quote unquote, the work, whatever the work is, um, you really need rest. It's very important for you at this time in your life that you give yourself time and space to integrate whatever is going on for you. And sleep is the best way to integrate. Rest and sleep. Allow your body, your physical, cellular, energetic metabolism to work well. Um, and especially the first week or so of Virgo season, August 22nd to the 30th or so, um, there is a heightened need in your chart for rest and recovery. It may not be easy to get this. It may feel like there are a lot of demands upon you. It may feel like you have a lot of internal energy. Um, so don't force yourself to rest if you feel like you don't need rest. 
but also check in with yourself because sometimes it's easy to get really adrenalized and motivated by our um, kind of sympathetic nervous system, whatever it is we're you know, feeling compelled towards, and we can forget to take care of ourselves. So I really want to remind you, especially since Virgo uh, is a sign that emphasizes the need for care and self-care, I really want to remind you that it is absolutely imperative that you are taking rest and taking care of yourself um, all the time, and especially as we move into Virgo season. There is a lot of emphasis uh, in this week as well um, upon the changing nature of your relationships and what you are learning about asking for what you want and need, meeting other people in conversation and their asks, engaging in new and different ways uh, in terms of how you're sharing information and coming into community. All of that you want to give time and space for integration with. Now, on August 29th, um, Mercury enters Libra, and this is notable because Mercury will um, go through a retrograde in Libra uh, starting at the end of September. And so the retrograde dates, if you want to start thinking about them now, will be September 26th through October 18th. But Mercury retrogrades also have what's called a shadow period, and this is the time uh, before and after Mercury's retrograde when it's traveling direct over that same space in the sky. And that shadow period extends between September 7th and November 3rd. Now this retrograde really uh, draws focus into your social life, uh, into your friendships, into any organizations, communities, or collectives that you're involved with, any ways that you're participating in groups or that you might be organizing with other people. There is something that you want to give uh, time for in these areas, and there may be projects or relationships or processes that you're involved with, um, hopefully that are kind of coming up in your mind now as you listen, that you just want to move uh, carefully and with consideration and <clears throat> also be open to delays. And so especially um, any circumstances where you're, where you're working with other people, where you're working with collaboration and any future plans that you're trying to make. Like if you're trying to figure out what you're going to be doing in 2023 or with the future of your business or something like that, take time. You probably need until the beginning of November for whatever the process is. If there are delays uh, that are starting to happen. If you notice that conversations feel really thick and rich and there's a lot maybe to explore and unpack, do not rush. This is not a time to rush ahead with anything. It is a time really to think about, as Adrienne Marie Brown uh, put it in her book, Emergent Strategy, to move at the speed of trust. Move at the speed of trust. And for any of you who are working with collectives, who are working with organizing, who are working in the social realms, if you haven't read that book, Emergent Strategy, um, you might want to check it out. It might actually be a really great guide for you uh, these days and at this time in your life. Um, as we continue into September, the tension, this possible tension between work life and home life or inner life and outer life continues. And as you apply yourself in the world, you also need to apply yourself at home. If you have a family that you're tending to, 
try to make sure that you are balancing your time and energy, that there is as much balance as you can find, um, and that you give time, space, energy, attention in the ways that you can uh, to the needs that you have to be at home, connecting, grounding with your family, etc., and for the needs that they might have. Um, for, for those of you that when I'm talking about family, it's not hitting something or resonating something, then I'm just going to say for you at home, for you in your inner life and in your inner world. And I would include that for people that have families too. You need time for you. You need time to go in, to reflect, to be with yourself. And again, I'll emphasize the need for integration. It feels like you are trying to figure out some important pieces. There may be negotiations around the future of certain plans or processes. There may be important conversations. There may be issues of value or money that are at stake. You really want to give time for anything that feels tense, for anything that feels like it needs the space to resolve. And you really want to make sure that you give everybody time for it to become clear if more time is needed. Okay, so notice any urgency that might be arising in you around anything. When you notice it, ask yourself, is this helpful in this moment? Some moments we do need to move quickly and we do need to move decisively, but a lot of moments that feeling of urgency is actually really a red flag. So check in with yourself if you are noticing it. On September 6th, there is a new moon in Virgo. This is a powerful new moon for you when it comes to the uh, ideas of work, career, calling, life path, life purpose, how you are using your time and energy and attention to manifest and generate in the world. This is such a powerful new moon for you. I highly encourage you to use it. Um, if you want to work with ritual, I would say... Find a, a ritual that is meaningful for you. Don't adopt somebody else's formula, but think about how can you honor what it is that you imagine the kind of structure of your life in its final completion, right? If you think about what you are here building, the legacy that you'll leave uh, is one word maybe to think about what your offering is in the world to the larger world. How can you honor that? Of course, you don't know the, the final <laughs> completion space yet. You won't until the very end, but you can dream into it. And I would encourage you to dream into it in a practice of letting go of the outcome, letting go of control, noticing in your body where you might be gripped and really focused on things working out in a particular way. And instead of orienting towards... Um, particulars and specifics and anything that feels controlling, I would say orient towards a quality, towards a feeling uh, that you want to invite more and more into your life in terms of what it is that you are here doing with your life. You might imagine the legacy, you know, your impact, your energy in this world as a ripple, just like dropping a pebble in a lake. How does that ripple spread out around you? Who does it touch? What is its momentum? What do you want to be infusing into the world through your presence and through your being? On September 10th, Venus moves into Scorpio. This brings 
additional emphasis on the need to rest and on the need for you uh, to give space and time to integration. From September 10th through October 7th, uh, Venus will transit Scorpio. This is an excellent time for you to be giving honorings, offerings to your altar, working with your spirit guides, working with your higher self, working with your inner self, working with your dreaming body. Uh, is a great time to open up to liminal, subtle spiritual energies and call them in, including your own liminal, subtle, and spiritual energies. On September 14th, Mars will move into Libra. Um, this brings additional emphasis into your social life. And it feels like there's a lot potentially that's happening for you in relationships right now, um, especially with Mars moving into Libra and Mercury's upcoming retrograde in the sign. I do want to say again, it is really a good idea for you to be moving slowly and moving at the speed of trust uh, in your relationships. Take time with things. If there is any kind of misunderstanding, if there's any discomfort, you know, give yourself time to process it. Give yourself time to bring it up in conversation. Give other people time to respond. Let it be a process. Um, Conflict has the potential to bring us closer and bring us into greater spaces of understanding. If conflict is arising, take a deep breath in. Think of it as an opportunity. How can you learn? How can you become more equipped and competent in your relationships? Um, what, what is being asked for here? Really try and think into the big picture. On September 20th, we have uh, the full moon in Pisces, and this is a powerful full moon that asks you to, again, attend to your inner life, your home life, your personal life. Uh, it feels to me like there is a wellspring of support for you in your inner and in your personal and in your home. And I want to say that uh, those words are broad in my meanings for them, and home for me, really begins uh, with, with the earth that you are alive upon because you are part of the earth and in your body. And then after that, we can expand out into specific locations and structures and people. Um, but this is a full moon that is really asking you to come home and to spend some time at home and really think into your uh, interpretation for home in a spiritual interpretation like what what does it mean for you energetically to be at home and can you facilitate that space for yourself around the full moon because when you are deeply at home in yourself your work is supported what you're trying to do in the world gets carried forward the relationships that you're trying to build are strengthened and fortified when you are at home deeply in yourself in your own heart in your own spirit uh, then you are here in the world on September 22nd, um, there is a, a powerful aspect that, again, kind of emphasizes the need for you to be moving carefully and slowly in your relationships, but also addressing any needs arising in the relationship, any conflicts, any confrontations with care, with thoroughness, with process, and with grace. That is the same day that the sun moves into Libra. And so I'll be back with you then with your Libra season month ahead. 
I hope any or all of this is helpful for you, Sagittarius. If you want more astrology from me, check out your year ahead reading. Uh, the 2021 reports are hour and a half long for all the signs. I go over the major influences, opportunities, and challenges special for you. Those readings are discounted by 50% at this point in the year, and you can find them in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates and little musings. Um, if you want to learn astrology, please consider becoming an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by donation, and as part of your subscription, you get access to my extended monthly calendar, to interpretations that I've been working with, uh, worksheets and tools for working with your own chart, and twice a month meetups on Zoom with me, uh, one of which is a workshop and one of which is a community space, both of which are focused on the monthly astrology and working with it in your chart. I'm wishing you all the best in Virgo season and beyond. Much love, thanks for listening, and bye for now.